0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right
1: now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13.
1: How fun was Christmas as a kid? I mean, that's even an expression, right? Happier than a kid on Christmas, or whatever. But man, once you become an adult. Phew, those responsibilities just start piling up. You got to start worrying about time off and how much time you're going to work and when the kids are in school and when they're out of school and how we're traveling here and what hotel we're staying at and do we need a flight? And It gets expensive and then you've got all the extra added stress of, oh, I got to hang this light and I got to put up this tree and then we got to wrap the presents. But most importantly, the financial stress of we got to buy all of these presents. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Hurry to save with Conrad.com. We want to make sure that you hit 2022 the way you planned on ahead of the game. Don't go overspend and kick the can down the road and make it one of your New Year's resolutions next year where you say, well, I guess this year I'm going to try to get out of debt and save money. Do it right now. All the experts are predicting that interest rates are going to rise next year. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine. But here's what's happened in the last two years. All of a sudden, your house is probably worth more than ever. Why not use some of your newfound equity to get the best interest rate you've ever had while we've still got them, get rid of your PMI, that in and of itself might save you two or 300 hundred and at the same time, get rid of all your credit card debt, just like that. If you can hear my voice and you're in a 30-year loan, if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a car loan, you owe it to yourself to just get a quick quote right now at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and how's this for starters? Your single biggest bill, you know, your house payment, you won't have to make that in December or January. You're done until February 1st. You get a two month break from your single biggest bill right here during the holidays. That's going to get you the cash you need to not put Christmas on a credit card. And that credit card debt, it'll be gone forever thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. Go read some of our five star reviews all for yourself. Type this into your browser right now C O N R A D reviews.com conradreviews.com see what our actual customers are saying about the process and their experience it's almost five stars across the board and then hurry to save with conrad.com get yourself a quick quote find out how much money you can save for free we're routinely helping our podcast listeners save five six seven even eight hundred bucks a month heck the other day we helped a guy save more than eleven hundred dollars a month i want to be clear he didn't save one thousand one hundred dollars one time He's saving it this month, next month, the month after that, all because he went to savewithconrad.com. And you can do it too. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't save you some money, we won't waste your time. But right here during the holidays, what are you waiting for? Make this the best Christmas ever. Let's be like kids on Christmas and not have the financial stress of worrying about what are we going to do? You're going to get out of debt. Faster and with cheaper monthly payments than you ever thought possible because you went to savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender at savewithconrad.com. Come be a part of the greatest stable since the Four Horsemen. Adfreeshows.com is your home for Arn and all of my other podcasts, and you get every episode from all the shows early, ad-free, and on video for as low as $9 a month. That's just 30 cents a day. Want to add cheese to that Whopper? AdFreeShows.com also has tons of exclusive Arn bonus content, like reliving the very first War Games match or watching back a landmark moment in Arn's career, pinning Hulk Hogan 1-2-3 on Nitro. We also have interactive events where you get to chat one-on-one with Arn during Ask Arn Live, or how about live watch-along events like we did with FTR and Tully. Uh, Of course, Arn is not one to toot his own horn, so I will toot toot. AdfreeShows.com is the best value going in wrestling today. So sign up today, or else maybe we should have a gun sound effect here. I'm just kidding. AdfreeShows.com. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson and you're listening to Arn. And of course we can't do it without the founder of the four horsemen, the creator of the spine buster. He's the hall of famer. He's double a he's the enforcer. He's Arn Anderson. Arn. How are you, man?
2: Fantastic. We just went through uh summer of 86. That was a huge summer for the industry. wouldn't you say,
1: I totally agree. It was, uh, It was a huge time for Jim Crockett promotions. I think you could argue that 1986 is their biggest and best year. And now with the summer behind us, that means one thing it's time to March towards starcade, but before we do, I wanted to play a little clip from August 30th, I know it's September, but on August 30th, we had a couple of different promos, one in particular, I wanted to highlight. About Dick Murdoch. This airs on August 30th.
0: We are back here now at Ringside. Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch with us. You know, Tony, that was complete devastation. You know, but I saw rick Flair out here earlier along with Baby Doll. And you know, I seen him stand out here. You know, if you took Baby Doll and you put her out on my farm, out on my ranch here in Canyon, Texas, and put them around there with our horses, our quarter horses, she had her head down grazing. And he looked out there to see which one of the mirrors you wanted to pull up. And he was looking out in front of the backside. You couldn't tell which one was a mirror and which one was baby doll. Now you know she's got on the wrong side of the fence. Uh-oh. Here's Ric Flair, the world champion. Here the four horsemen, and James J. J. Dillon. Hey, let me just say something to you in all fair warning. A lot of guys have walked out here and made a mistake. I'm it around with the four horsemen, and you know what happens to them? They get hurt real bad. Let me tell each one of you clowns one thing: one on one, I'll take on any of you, but there's four of you. Okay, Yo, One on come us on, go. Come on, come, on, come on, Okay, there he goes to the ring. <laughs> oh, look what they have waiting for him.
1: So in the ring, it's Magnum, Ron Garvin, and Dusty, and it's a Pier 6 brawl.
0: All later in the ring right now. JJ and Baby Doll not going anywhere. No, they are not. Well, we're at the end of our program. Wait. We, we have to go. No, we gotta go! Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, but in the ring. Dusty Rhodes, Megan TA, Rod Garvin, Dick Burdock. Holy Iron Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and Flair. They're failing it out. See you next week, fans. Look at them go. Rights and left everywhere.
1: Man, how fun was David Crockett? Was he having fun or what?
0: Yeah, I, uh,
2: I've learned since we've been going back through this and I've been getting a chance to actually listen and hear about the content and, uh, the excitement in his voice, David sells chaos better than anybody. I think,
1: oh my gosh, he's tremendous at it. You know, we. We listened to some of those clips earlier in the year. Like when you guys were attacking Sam Houston in the parking lot and whatnot. And I think both you and I were like, damn, he did such a great job there. But this pier six brawl, and it's interesting because the Horsemen, you know, listen, as a kid, everybody loved to them. We're cheering the good guys. And you know, that would continue on. We wanted the Lex Lugers and the stings and the Steiner brothers and what have you. But then you pay a little more attention and you start to realize Hey man, it really is the bad guys who are helping tell this story. And what's fascinating us is not necessarily the the neon colors and the and 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 the big muscles and the crazy hairdos. It's the story. And the story a lot of times is led by you know, we've got to right this wrong, we've got to overcome this evil and more often than not that was indeed the four horsemen. But now it's become sort of plug and play with the horsemen firmly positioned at this point as the, the, the number one heels in the in the whole game and the guys who by and large carry all the gold, uh we could pretty much slide anybody in there. And I wanted to play that clip because we're used to Dusty, right? And and we're used to Magnum. Those are the two top guys on the babyface side of things. But in 1986, we slid Ron Garvin in there and started a show that he could knock out Rick anytime he wanted. And that really is all it took. And and Ron Garvin was a made man, but now we're even trying the association with Dick Murdoch, who obviously is a longtime friend of dusty Rhodes. but the horseman created so many opportunities to help make guys a new guy into the promotion, a guy who's looking for one last run, a guy who's trying to make a name for himself, no matter where you are on the card. If they're standing across from the horsemen, there's an opportunity for them to be leveled up in the fans' eyes, wouldn't you agree?
2: Absolutely, hundred um, percent. And we knew our job. And the fact is, you know, is if if you're a champion and you hold a championship, and you get enough TV time to go in there and kick somebody's ass, that you should. That's enhancement talent. And then you get the interview time to talk about what you just did. If you have ability and talent and you're smart enough to know what you're doing, which we all did, you can make a whole lot of people because you got those things in place, being a champion, having interview time, winning every week on TV. You know, all those things play into now being able to take that and transfer it to whoever you want to make. And that's what the situation was with Murdoch would have been.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. And we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. My goodness. Do I love talking about our friends at fairway? The fairway meat department has always been considered the backbone of their operation. What customers can expect from fairway meat market. Well, it's still cut by the fairway butchers to ensure the best possible quality. It's the same quality they promise at the counter, but now it's delivered to your home nationwide. This has been a game changer for my household and my wife can tell the difference boy. Now here in Alabama, I didn't know that fairway was a family owned grocery store chain. I didn't know they were a top 10 employer in Iowa. I didn't know they'd been in business since 1938. I didn't know that they had over 12,000 employees, but what I do know is they service the entire United States and boy, I tell you what it has set our grill on fire it's been a home run at least in my household and listen we've tried every single meat delivery service i'm telling you mrs thompson knows the fairway difference for us it's all about the steak we can't get enough cuts of steak Uh, it's a regular part of our diet but the Duroc pork chop that was something that i was totally unfamiliar with and now we're hooked by the way fairway meat markets quality meat comes straight from america's heartland We're talking premium beef, including choice, prime, and 100% full-blooded Wagyu, an all-natural certified Duroc pork. Mm -mm. Mm. It's raised by family farmers and sourced straight out of corn country, baby, giving you access to the highest quality meat in America. By the way, each and every cut, as we said, is done by their highly experienced team of butchers. They're going to make sure you get the same great quality every single time. And if you're familiar with fairway meat, then you know that at the counter, it's hard to beat. And now it can come straight to you. You see, people love the wide selection of products that Fairway offers. From ribs to ribeyes, from pork chops and beef tenderloin. They have every style and every cut that your kitchen can handle. And here's how it works. You visit fairwaymeatmarket.com. That's F-A-R-E-W-A-Y meatmarket.com. Select your favorite meat products and then just stand by that grill, baby. Get the gift this holiday season that your friends and family won't forget. And this week, our listeners can get the Butcher's Holiday Collection, valued at $275 for only $169.99 plus shipping when you enter our special promo code ARN at checkout. I know what you're thinking. Well, what's in the Butcher's Holiday Collection package? Check this out. Two 12-ounce USDA Choice Ribeye Steaks two 8-ounce USDA-choice filet mignons, two 8-ounce USDA-choice sirloin filets, four 8-ounce 100% full-blooded Wagyu patties, six 8-ounce certified Duroc boneless pork chops, and two pounds of private-labeled bacon. That's more than $100 off the best meat in America this holiday season, plus free shipping nationwide That's fairwaymeatmarket.com. The promo code is ARN and look for the Butcher's Holiday Collection. The code gives you a free shipping opportunity site-wide, not just on the select package, but I recommend you check out the Butcher's Holiday Collection. Again, it's $275 worth of value, only $169.99, plus free shipping. Just enter our promo code ARN at fairwaymeatmarket.com. That's F-A-R-E. W a Y meat market.com. And the promo code is ARN. It's, uh, it's super fun to look back and realize, Hey, that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, and you guys hit the ground running when it comes time for September. Uh, you're in Fayetteville, North Carolina. You're going to pick up a win over Todd champion. Uh, then they're going to do the battle of the belts that same day down in Florida. Um, I'm only mentioning it because. You know, Ric Flair was a, was a mainstay in a lot of those shows. A television taping is in order on uh, the second. Uh, you would have, uh, some action here as well. This time it's in Spartanburg, South Carolina. We've talked a lot about the Spartanburg TVs. Where does that rank for you? As far as Sp- Spartanburg, as far as a town for Jim Crockett promotions, is it an a town? Is it a B town? It's an a town in the
2: fact
1: that the,
2: the fans you know, were jammed in there. I don't know how many seats it held, but what, maybe 5,000, something along. It was a huge building, but it was enough that if you pack people in there, it really had a, uh, acoustically, it had a great vibe. Plus it was only, you know, 50, 60, maybe 80 miles from Charlotte, which was nice to shoot down there and shoot back. Uh, It was a hot arena, though. I will say that. That's something you remember. The air conditioning was not up to snuff. If they even had air conditioning, I'm not sure. But I just remember sweating my ass off in that building.
1: I hate Steven Singer. With all the shipping delays and fulfillment issues expected for holidays, Christmas shopping has come earlier than ever. Luckily, Steven is giving every other jeweler out there another reason to hate him. Steven singer jewelers has the number one gift this holiday diamond stud earrings. And Steven is fully stocked with the most beautiful best value real diamond studs anywhere. Choose a great pair of Anita diamond stud earrings for under $270 sound familiar. Well, that's because it's the same price last year. He's not jacking up prices like everyone else, just the perfect price every single day. No sales, no discounts, no BS. Steven's real diamond studs are flawless to the eye near colorless and come with his famous full value lifetime trade in guarantee. You can trade up your diamond studs anytime and receive exactly what you paid towards a new pair and with an unbeatable full 100 day, 100% money back guarantee, making it no risk for shopping early for holiday. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com, always with fast and free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. The holidays are just around the corner. Are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved one? This past year, if it's taught us nothing else, it's that sharing moments with our friends and family is important. It's even more important if they're far away. Skylight is the perfect gift for that. I found out a few years ago. You see, my mother-in-law lived in Denver, Colorado, but she had grandkids in Alabama and North Carolina. But thanks to Skylight Frame, she felt like she was right there with us. Uh, and here's the thing. For a really special gift for the special people in your life, you just got to check out the Skylight Frame. Skylight Frame is a photo frame. You can update instantly by email from anywhere. It's a great way to feel close to those you love. Even when you're separated, it sets up effortlessly in just under 60 seconds. You just plug it in, Use the touchscreen to connect your wireless network and enjoy. Sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in the family can just email them to your personal Skylight email address and they'll pop up in seconds. Multiple people can send photos to the frame, so it's a great way to keep large networks of friends and families in touch. It has a black frame and a white mat, so it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your home. Skylight Frame has a gorgeous 10 inch touchscreen. You can swipe through photos with your finger, even tap to thank the person who sent a photo. And by the way, it's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Meaning if you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a refund. And how about this for a little life hack? You can preload it with your favorite photos. That's a personalized gift. That's what we did for our mother-in-law. We just imported the pictures. And when she pulled it out and plugged it in, boom, they were already there. This has been a home run in my life. Check out their reviews online. I saw one on Facebook that said, it's such an isolating time, we're just trying to keep my grandma safe and healthy, but this gives her a little glimpse of us every day, and when we talk on the phone, she can talk to the boys about the pictures we sent. Right now, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code ARN. That's right, $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the promo code ARN. That's dot com, And the promo code is ARN. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you mentioned that anytime we bring up that one or Dorton arena, I-, I love the look of Dorton arena and Tony Schiavone says I'm crazy. And it was an awful building. Uh, he describes it almost like, um, Bruce Pritchard does the old, uh, uh, Boston gardens. He said it would get so hot. The walls would sweat, which is, mm-hmm. What a description.
2: Well, yeah. And with Dorton Arena, I mean, if if it was summertime and you had that sun, it would start down, you know, right around match time, it would be beaten right in all that glass. It was glass all the way around. And it just, that sun would just beat through the windows and it just made it just stagnant. The dressing rooms were downstairs underground. So you didn't have any air conditioning down there either. It was, uh, yeah, it was a it was a hot building. So was Spartanburg.
1: Richmond, Virginia, is where you'll be uh, in front of forty five hundred fans on September fifth. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Wahoo and the Road Warriors taking on Tully Oli and Arn. Wahoo's going to pin Oli at the fifteen minute mark. Uh, so uh, the good guys ride again. We're in Baltimore on the sixth. It's uh, the Rock and Rolls, of course, versus. Oli and Arn and the bout here is to determine the number one contendership. Uh, we keep the hits going that same day. You guys are running in Baltimore. You're also running a show in Philadelphia, Boy, you guys are aimed at a global takeover and then we're back doing TV again in Atlanta on September the 7th. This is a different era for you guys. Uh, for a while you would record the show and it would air a week later And then eventually it would start to be, we're going to record the show this morning and it'll, it'll be on the show tonight at six Oh five, but now we're back to recording a week ahead of time. I assume this is because of sports, the college football scoreboard and what have you, and you could see some of the things, I don't know if you heard earlier Arn, but we played a clip from last month and Jim Cornette was at the desk and he said, uh, Hey, we're here with the Anderson's after your, uh, Schick match of the week. So there was a razor sponsorship. Uh, th- the first time that I played that clip for Tony Schiavone, he said, did he just say the shit match of the week? No, <laughs> it was a razor sponsorship, but those opportunities existed. And even though it sounds silly, the association with a major brand like that on the super station, man, it just makes your whole thing feel bigger, more mainstream. Wouldn't you agree?
2: Yeah. I wish we would've had a ton of all that stuff going on. It just. You know, that was one, I guess they just happened on, but yeah, it made it feel better. I mean, everybody knows what a chic razor is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a big brand. I mean, it's, I'm not sure it's as strong as Coca-Cola or something like that, but it's not bad.
1: No, it is not bad at all. Uh, and neither is the show that they got at a television taping at the township auditorium in Columbia. It would be dusty taking on Arn Anderson and, uh, he's going to win the title with a TDT onto a steel chair. And uh, this is moments after the referee Earl Hebner was knocked to the floor and you were attempting to use the chair as a weapon. So the TV title here, the rain comes to an end. uh, And that actually airs on September 13th on pro. Uh, and I think we've got a little bit of audio from it remember
0: rolled out of professional wrestling from all over this world let us come in from people talking about when is dusty roads going to be through right here i start working my way back probably one of the greatest matches of my life besides winning the world heavyweight championship which i will again from the nature boy rick flair the world heavyweight title is once again dusty roads right here and you call it baby and let's take a look at it so the many fans can see what happens all right Arn Anderson, for the last several minutes, has been with that leg. And now that he knows that he's got Dusty Rhodes in such trouble, he'll not give it up. Johnny, that's the one thing he's going to try to stay with now. We know the pain that the Dream has absorbed before the match for the World Heavyweight title with Rich Flair in St. Louis. He was injured when he went into that match, absorbed tremendous pain. And now he's at it again in another World Title match, this one for the World Television. And again, he's really absorbing some pain. And Arn Anderson, who right now spells victory, he's got to be feeling good that he's got Dusty Rhodes in such shape. Dusty kicks him
1: off. Uh, Dusty continues
0: to fight back. There's that elbow.
1: Do you remember this fondly? I mean, obviously you remember the big moments where you win a, win the titles, but dropping it to Dusty is probably just as fun for you. I
2: have a hundred percent. If you're in a fight with dusty Rhodes and it's competitive, you can get beat right in the middle and you're better than you were before that match. Just being able to compete on an even playing field with dusty.
1: We're in Columbia, South Carolina here. You told us about Spartanburg. Did you prefer Columbia over Spartanburg or was it the same old deal? Man, it was just hot.
2: No, no, it, it was that's a great uh arena that that old columbia building used to go to because they was like the upper upper deck was like almost over the ring there wasn't a bad seat in the place and just the ambiance was incredible had a nice old stage with a curtain and it was awesome it was awesome i loved all those towns you know and being close to charlotte May not sound like much. And I harp on it quite a bit in those days. You can see how we're traveling to run down to Columbia, 90 miles and back was, was beautiful any day of the week.
1: And now there's the big ref bump. Baby Earl takes a spill down to the floor and you kick the knee of dusty Rhodes and slide right out and look under that ring. And what do you know? There's a steel folding chair. And the fans are going nuts. Take a listen to this.
0: It had to be one of your toughest, but what a great match it was. Let me tell you something, Bob Collin. Now then, let me tell you something. James J. Dillon, you go tell Tully Blanchard, personally for Dusty Rose, the American Dream, that now then it's his turn. Wahoo McDaniel stripped him of the title. As you say before, a better man won, Tully Blanchard. A better man won. Nature Boy Rick Flair, you got one. Captain Redneck, my ex-partner, still brother in life, Dick Murdoch, to deal with. And now, Telly Blanchard, only and I and Anderson, the four husband, you got to deal with Dusty Rhodes at his baddest, at his wildest, at his meanness. And I and Anderson, I know, ain't had the, heard the last of you, and that's good, I like it. Because the pain you tried to inflict on me again, backfired on you. This title, this title, belongs to me now, the world's television title, And it's going to stay with me until I'm ready to leave it.
1: So there you go. Dusty Rhodes is now the television champion. Uh, and man, you've had quite a, quite a run with that belt. At first, you just started to claim possession was nine tenths of the law. Then we have a a, a real deal tournament. You wind up winning the thing and then you drop it to dusty of all people. Now I say of all people, because I want to add the context here that at the end of July, this same year. And remember now this is happening on September 9th, but in late July, dusty would beat Ric Flair to become the world champion in Greensboro. And now of course, two weeks later, he dropped it back to, to Rick, but here in early September, he's now the TV champion, man. He's got a, a program of all programs, uh, with the horseman here. What do you remember about dropping your most coveted belt? you've told me before off air and maybe even on the show here that your world title was that red NWA television title. And you dropped essentially your world title here to dusty uh, a guy you grew up idolizing. This had to be quite the moment.
2: Live by the sword, die by the sword, right? Yeah. That's the moral of the story. Uh, like I've said before, when you have stars that are, mega stars and you go out and you have a competitive match where both guys are, are in the fight the entire time. You really have no losers at the end of it. You know, I tried to pull something shady blew up on me, cost me the title, but there's story there, that will lead you to another match. A lot more drama than if he would have just, beat me up and beat me one, two, three, then what do you have left? I came out of that match with more gripes and more bitches and more promo material than I had going in. Yeah. And that's all I ever needed. Conrad, I just need a chance. There's the real truth. And then there's a heels truth. I just had to give you my truth, which was all bullshit. To me, it made perfect sense. And if I say it enough, It'll start to have a little meaning for the average Joe. Well, you know, he does have a point. That's all you need to get back in.
1: You know, I gotta say, we love the old school here on the Arn show, but I don't think our internet security should be old school. The way we use the internet has changed dramatically over the last decade, but security tools, well, they've mostly stayed the same Aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances and devices and more all-in-one easy-to-use app. With Aura, you'll get alerted to fraud and threats fast, like if your online accounts or passwords are leaked online, or if someone tries to open a bank account in your name. Aura provides digital security protection to keep your online finances, personal information, and tech safe from online threats. It's all-in-one protection from identity theft, financial fraud, malware, scam sites, and so much more. By the way, Aura is also easy to set up. All the plans come with a million dollars in identity theft insurance to help recover your stolen funds, and they have an experienced U.S.-based customer support team that's got your back. Aura is a new type of security device that protects all of your online information and devices with one simple subscription. With an easy online dashboard and alerts sent straight to your phone, Aura keeps you in control and guides you through solving any issues. For a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners up to 40% off plans when you visit aura.com arn go to aura.com arn to get complete protection and savings of up to 40 percent. that's a u r a.com arn that's aura.com slash arn that's a u r a.com slash arn boy fall is here and boy we could use a stiff breeze all right you know the deal this episode sponsored by blue chew guys confidence can take you far in life it can also help in the bedroom especially when it comes time to step up to the plate and that's where blue Chew comes in blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both viagra and cialis but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost you can take them anytime day or night so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises now the process is simple Sign up at BlueChew.com, you consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Now, here's the best part. It's all done online, so there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct to your door, all in a discreet package. And by the way, it's time to get off the couch and get back to work, so if your tool needs an upgrade, head to BlueChew.com serious business if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform blue chew can help and we've got a special deal for our listeners try blue chew free when you use our promo code arn at checkout just pay five dollars shipping that's blue the promo code is arn to receive your first month free visit blue for more details and important safety information and we thank blue chew for sponsoring today's podcast talk to me about your experience that day uh, Dusty's the booker, but he's also your opponent. Does Dusty come to you and tell you that you're going to be, uh, helping him a little bit that night? Or does that come from someone else? When do you find out and who tells you what I'm driving at? I guess,
2: maybe Earl came over with the finish and, uh, that's the only conversation that cost the, you know, in those days, uh, locker rooms were on different sides of the building. You didn't have any conversation prior to, to shows. Uh, It was just all the info that you needed. And by that time, I had wrestled Dusty so many times. You know, I I was tuned in 100% to what his offense was, what he did, what story we're going to tell. All I needed was just the final piece, and that came from Earl. And Earl was a top-grade professional, great referee, brought the word over, and we were good to go.
1: September eleventh, you're back on the road, Norfolk Scope. And you'll be working with the Warlord here. That's a name we haven't talked a lot about. Any good warlord memories you can share with us? I'm
2: sure I forgot that match by design. That could not have <laughs> went well for me. Yeah. I don't think. He was he was the biggest one of them all, you know, of all the all those big big guys. I think he was bigger than the Road Warriors just because of his height. You know, the guy was like six, seven or something, 340 pounds, 350 pounds. Uh, I don't know why I would have been arresting him other than it was just a random booking, but from a storyline standpoint, I don't know how I got there.
1: I I, I wanted to, um, to ask you about. This little footnote, it's not exactly something you would have been involved in, but I know you've probably heard about it as it's been reported. September here of 86 is when Jim Crockett promotions would purchase the central state's territory. And we know a year later is when we have the whole bill Watts discussion, but I've heard different people say different things about central states that really they weren't buying anything that was positioned as a way to just save face uh to say, hey, our our business is really sucking hind teeth and we you guys can have our territory. Um other folks say oh no crockett started to spend too much he wasn't minding the, the the pennies you know he he had big attendance at some of these uh concepts like the great American bash tour but he overspent and this was another example of that but people don't talk about this quote unquote purchase the same way they talk about the Watts territory As someone who was there on the road for Jim Crockett promotions, what were you guys led to believe was the case with the whole central state's purchase? If you will,
2: I think this was the selling point. You know, we had acquired a pretty good size talent roster. The fact is that territory was dead and had been dead for quite some time central states, but we had guys that weren't getting booked and you got to remember in these day in that this day and time, if you didn't work, you didn't get paid. Right. Period. We had a lot of extra talent, had some guys that were middle of the card down to underneath talent that weren't getting booked. I think they had the opportunity that was pitched to them. Like, Hey, you guys were going to send a crew out there and get this place back up and running, uh, with the idea that you could bring the top talent from from, from Crockett's A and B team out there to help them if they need it. But it was going to be able to give those guys a chance to, to work every day and make a living. Uh, the fact is, though, that there wasn't much going on. The territory had been dead, and it just didn't work. Um, they were starting from ground zero, running that as like a regular territory out there. And with talent that were not necessarily no disrespect. A list performers, uh, they might've had a couple of guys. I want to say that Steve Williams and, and big bubble went out there for a short time and it just, it was just too far gone to do anything with was my understanding.
1: I want to mention that, uh, this is Bob Geigel's territory and he's going to be a strong supporter of Harley race, uh, who was also part owner. Uh, eventually, they would become known as the Heart of America Sports Attraction. But still, as the story goes, he sells this uh, promotion to Jim Crockett Jr. in September of 86, but he repurchases it, whatever that means, in February of 87, and then closes it in 88. But this feels like a favor from Mr. Crockett to the Geigel family because Geigel had been a member of the NWA board and even the president for several years, you know, dating, I guess he joined in 63 and then was on the board from 78 on, but he is as dusty would call him a power broker. Even if his business wasn't necessarily a booming, it's probably a good thing politically and strategically for Crockett to rub up against Geigel If he wants a vote of confidence from what's left of the NWA, right?
2: Well, if you want to keep St. Louis and Kansas city on a sometime roster, yeah. It, it would have been a decent idea. And that was the idea. I think you could, you know, send the A-team in there at any point, sell either one of those cities, you know, out. But other than that, I don't know what your big towns were. And in those days, the NWA members did honor each other's territory. You didn't go and run in a guy's territory uh, if you were an outsider. It was like, it really was like a commission. And, you know, there was, there was territories that were divided up that fell under the NWA banner. And you just, in those days, you were respectful of those boundaries.
1: Do you uh, remember having any conversations or interactions with, uh, with Bob Geigel?
2: shook his hand, Mr. Geigel. Arn Anderson. How are you, sir? Oh yes. Hello, Arn. Well, that was it.
1: Gotcha. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Four Sigmatic, a company known for their innovative use of functional ingredients to enhance your performance. One of the functional ingredients I love is the Cordyceps mushroom. It's not a cooking mushroom, but it kicks your productivity and performance into high gear. Arne tells me that lately he's been using Four Sigmatic's Perform Coffee in the morning. It's infused with lion's mane for focus and Cordyceps for performance. And this stuff is legit. Arn says he's more productive, more focused, more energetic, and he just feels more like he's on top of his game. You can also use this as a pre-workout before going to the gym or before going on a hike, or use it to get the endurance you need to get through your day. There's no jittery feeling. It's easier on the gut, just pure focus. This has been a game changer for Arn. He's told me he's been using it as his pre-workout for a while now, and he's really feeling the difference. And you're probably wondering, does this taste like mushrooms? Nope. The flavor is rich and smooth. It's the perfect cup of coffee with added functional benefits. They've got over 30,000 five-star reviews and best of all, Four Sigmatic backs their products with a 100% money back guarantee. Love it or it's free. Jojo Fini, who helps us edit and produce all of our podcasts here, he's been telling me about this for years and I'm glad we finally got some in the Thompson household. I've worked out an exclusive offer. With the Four Sigmatic team on your first order of any of their products. Now, this is just for ARN listeners. Save 20% on your first order on the Four Sigmatic website. To claim this deal, go to F O U R S I G M A T I C dot com forward slash ARN and use coupon code ARN at checkout. Again, this code is only for ARN listeners, so please don't share it with anyone. You'll save 20% on whatever you want. So go right now to foursigmatic.com slash ARN. Use that code ARN to supercharge your performance. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash ARN. Forsigmatic.com slash ARN and use that code ARN to supercharge your performance. You'll be glad you did home team, visiting team, your fantasy team, no matter who you root for, we're all on the same team when it comes to COVID-19. BioNTech and Pfizer remind you to please consider getting vaccinated. Uh you're going to be doing a TV taping uh in WTBS of course, Atlanta. You'll be in singles action against Jack Jackson, what a name that is. That doesn't sound made up at all. Uh on September 14th, uh that night you're in Cleveland, Ohio working with Nick Murdoch we've talked a little bit about Dick. Why don't you think he was a bigger hit in this run? I mean, a really talented guy, I guess some people would argue that at times he didn't take the business as seriously as he could or should. Uh, but he is in this era perceived as being one of the boys and a really talented performer. And it felt like, you know, we're letting him brush up against dusty and Magnum, but it doesn't really catch fire. Do you think that was a, a timing thing or was he just not as into it as maybe he could have been?
2: Well, I think it might've been perceived that Dick was old. I got you. It was a young man's business at that time. And you had, you know, you had the rock and roll, you had the magnum, you had the road warriors, you had these bodies, these good looking guys, good looking athletes. And, uh, you know, Dick kind of looked like just, a you know, just an older guy that was at the end of his career. And, and really he was, but he could still perform and he could still entertain. And I think, uh, I just don't think he came in. I think he was maybe 10 years too early.
1: It's just interesting. You know, he's a year younger than dusty. Um, he's several years younger than Ole, maybe five years. Um, but I hear you. It just feels weird. You know, age is such a weird thing as, as we're recording this, I recently watched survivor series, 1996 and Jake Roberts came back as a a bit of a surprise that night. And one of my friends that we were watching the show with commented, Oh, wow. Jake looks old there. And I thought, well, he couldn't have been. And I looked it up. He's 41 years old, which is younger than Bobby Lashley is right now. Uh, age is a funny thing with wrestling. Do you have a, uh, a rule of thumb or a strong opinion about what's too old? What's not old enough. Age is just a number. Where do you fall on that in professional wrestling?
2: Uh, cosmetics are important. They really are. And as it is said on a virtually every site, every day I looked 50 my entire career, whether I was 25 or 63. Uh, using myself as an example, I think if you can perform at a high level, even though you appear to be older, but your performance is still there, you can wipe away a lot of the critics. Uh Matter of fact, a lot of people, I think, would, would have the idea that, damn man, what's a guy? How the hell is he able to pull that off? How old is that guy? And you find out he's not as old as you thought he was. Uh, it's more about performance than chronological age, but I know it's a young, man biz- young man's business, and we need to keep mm-hmm. filtering in on a regular basis. Talent flow needs to be the young guys so they can grow up in the business and established themselves in front of the camera to where the audience can watch them grow up. I think I'm a big, you know, proponent of that. I use the Hardee's as a example. You know, we grew up on the Hardies, my generation, those kids showed up as just two tackling dummies and, and had incredible careers and are still having incredible careers. You know, that would be another example. Um, Chronolog- chronological age is not as important, I think, as performance is the moral of the story. I believe.
1: Let's uh, let's keep that conversation going. I'm sure it'll come up again. At least for now, let's talk about September 18th. We're in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You're going to be taking on the Baron, and you actually get the win by DQ because Baron von Raschi refused to break the claw. After you reach the ropes, this sticks out like a sore thumb because the Baron is a part of Paul Jones' army. He's a heel, and so are you. But I guess this is close enough to the old AWA territory and his old stomping grounds that maybe this uh, this booking makes sense. What do you remember about this?
2: Well, I just saw Baron a couple of weeks ago when we were in Minneapolis. He looked exactly the same, which was awesome. That's the only explanation possible that that was, he was well-known from the AWA days. They wanted to get him a a booking because it makes no sense from a heel baby face standpoint, but Hey, I I love working with Baron. There's no issue there. And what a nice man.
1: Uh, I want to mention, um, the Met center in Minneapolis, Minnesota is where you are the next night, this time against Jimmy Valiant. So you're working on back-to-back nights, the Baron and then boogie woogie. Talk me through that.
2: Well, number one, it was probably the easiest match I was ever involved with. Boogie was pure entertainment. I'm sure that there was a point in there that we did the piss spot and you know what the piss spot is. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that was probably one night that I probably wouldn't even needed to have taken a shower, but you take one. Anyway, Boogie was, uh, Boogie was a, uh, uh, light as a feather, purely entertainer and, uh, would have been a night off.
1: Oh man, September 20th, it's not a night off. It's going to be Arn and Oli taking on Ricky and Robert in the Greensboro Coliseum, more than 8,000 fans on hand uh, on the 21st. You're back doing TV. Uh, this time, uh, of course it's back at TBS, uh, on the 21st, there's a matinee show that same day that you're taping TV in Atlanta. You're doing a show in Asheville, North Carolina, and you're in the main event with Oli taking on Ricky and Robert that night, though, it's a big show at the Coliseum in Charlotte. And once again, you're going on last. It's Ricky and Robert versus the Andersons. You know, listen, it's it's nice to be uh, liked, right? And well thought of and appreciated and respected. But buddy, how many of these three show days do you really want to do? At some point, uh, you've got to start to get a little burnout. How do you cope with that? When you're banking three towns in a single day? Uh,
2: Pretty, pretty easy to figure out. You, uh, go home, ask the missus how much the house payment is. She'll tell you how much are the car payments she'll tell you, uh, I need to work five times a day. Yeah. Be honest with you. And if there was a way to have done it, I would have gladly done it. Got to remember it's the first time in my life making money and putting a, you know, roots down and buying a home and furnishing a home and doing all those things and, you know, working on getting a second car and all that stuff and all the things that you need. Cause wasn't that long ago when I arrived there with virtually nothing,
1: Right. Listen, man. Gift giving is a tricky tradition because you never know what to buy and you don't want to give lame gifts to people you love. But luckily stance has a full line of creatively comfortable apparel that everyone that's right. Everyone can enjoy guaranteed to make merry with quality comforts that fit you and yours stance has made gift giving super simple this holiday season Stance's premium line of socks, apparel, and more always comes correct with colorful constructions, innovative materials, and choice fits that are built to last throw in an all-star curation of a list collaborators and those lucky recipients on your holiday. Nice list. have never had it. So good. Check out stance.com for all the latest, including several different subscription options that are sure to keep your friends and family feeling great all year round, man. My favorite design that I got personally was the cheetah design. I think it's cool. I've gotten tons of compliments on my cool socks. But man, they got something for everybody. You know, our, our pal, Tony Schiavone loves Batman. Our buddy Cassio kid loves the Goonies. Our pal, Dave Silva loves star Wars. Who doesn't like Harry Potter Lord knows that Matt Cardona and of course Cody Rhodes do well, they've got all those designs plus more like the Wu-Tang clan and everybody knows they're not something to, well, you know, uh, Disney Barbie, Marvel, come on baseball. That's the Tony Schiavone deal. Even the NBA and Pixar. Stance apparel is a home run, at least for me, it kind of got snuck into my house. I have to admit, I didn't know it was a gift. And then I pulled out my sock drawer and bam, there they were. And I thought, wait a minute, what are these? You can feel the quality in your hand. Like it's soft, but then it's comfortable. Uh, I, I like showing them off, but I can wear them all day long. And it's not something I'm excited to take off. This has become a regular part of my life. I didn't think I would love it, but I do love it. I'm talking about stance. I'm talking about the quality. I'm talking about how comfortable. I'm talking about how soft. I'm talking about how cool. I get tons of compliments on these. It's actually become, at least in my business life, where I'm meeting people and doing deals and selling stuff. You know the deal. Buddy, yeah, I get tons of compliments on stance. Stance has the perfect gift for every punk and poet on your list. Go see for yourself. It's easy. Just head on over to stance.com and pick out some styles you think they might like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. Seriously, go check it out right now. You'll be glad you did at stance.com. Hey, so what do you want to eat tonight? Maybe you want a home cooked favorite, but you don't feel like going to the store. Or maybe you want something exciting and new, but it sure would be cool to stay in tonight. Well, DoorDash connects you with everything you want whenever and however you want. Get what you want to eat right now and right to your door with DoorDash. Along with the restaurants you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. Craving late night ice cream? Maybe you forgot the one key ingredient for dinner? Or maybe you just need to stock up for the week? With DoorDash, get everything in one app. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos, or choose from your national favorite restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle and Cheesecake Factory. Ordering is easy and your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code ARN. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code ARN. Don't forget that code is ARN for 25% off your first order of DoorDash, subject to change. Terms apply. Download the app, DoorDash, and use the promo code ARN.
2: And uh it was never lost on me that stuff don't get paid for by itself. Pay your bills first, whatever you got left over. Put some in uh, savings and uh move on to the next town. And it was, again, you got to remember when you're 27, 28, whatever I was at that time, brother, this is all I ever wanted to do my entire life. Now I'm going to a different town every single day, wrestling Dusty Rhodes and the road warriors and the rock and roll and Jimmy, you know, uh, Jimmy Garvin, Ronnie Garvin, whoever it may be. Man, I was having the time of my life. It was never, never a day that I went, damn, I don't want to go to work today because it wasn't work.
1: Let's talk about the money for a minute here. You know, we talked about when you first joined Jim Crockett promotions that it's never really discussed. And you even, you know, told us about the first time you got paid down in Pensacola. Um, but now business is hot. And I'm curious since you, you know, it has been a fruitful year, you're able to get that wife, that Nissan, and you're able to get that, that first house for 74, nine and what have you, is there a rhyme or reason that you start to understand about the pay scale or is it strictly a surprise every single time?
2: Yeah. And I don't, I didn't know what anybody else was making because it was none of my business and that's something I've never asked, but. During that particular time, Jimmy was high on us. He was high on the horsemen. He knew our value and our, uh, you know, our money was, was right. It was, it was good. It was, it was going up at a rapid pace. And on those towns where you had seven, eight, 9,000 people and you were on last, you got paid and I had no complaints at that point. Again, it was more money than I ever dreamed possible. Um, and, uh, I was just, I was thrilled to death.
1: Now you said a minute ago, you never talked about the money with anybody else. And we've heard a lot of people say that in wrestling, you don't talk about money. You don't ask what everybody else is getting paid. You don't compare notes. And I know you didn't actively participate in that. But I'm sure it had to casually come up if you were excited, if you were disappointed, and maybe you wouldn't say, Hey, Tully, what did you get? But there had to be some sort of conversation about, Hey man, how about those, uh, Columbia payoffs? Right. Never. Never. So you never express any frustration or you know, indifference. I mean, is that really what it is? It's just a a straight no, no. And if so, who instilled that in you and to that degree?
2: Um, I was just always of the opinion again, this is something I've kept in my mind throughout my going on 40 years. If I resigned a contract with, uh, let's just say WCW and it was not what I knew everybody else in the room was making. Here's the thought that I put in my head. Okay. What are you open? What are you worth on the open market to let's just say, go sell cars? What do you think you'll make? Let's just say you're a real idiot and you go back and you start cutting meat in the grocery store. What do you figure that pays? And I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt every day of my life, even when I was getting screwed, that I was getting paid way more than I was worth in any other job, in any other occupation, anywhere in the world. You just don't make what I was making. And that's what I kept in the back of my head. I, you know, I never asked what anybody made until much later, until we got into the thing where Tully and I were you know, figuring out where we're going to leave. then, then this discussion of money came up, uh, which led to us leaving, but on a regular day to day, week to week basis, man, I was thrilled to death.
1: Did you ever, I know you've told us before about sort of the end when you go, have a heart to heart with the Crockett's about income and ultimately you and Tully decide, Hey, we're going to make the jump, uh, when it doesn't happen. But in this era, in '86, when things are going well, is there ever? Because I assume, based on what I've seen in Jim, Cro- Jim Cornette's book, you get like a little statement, a stub, if you will, and it lists the towns and it lists the amounts. Do you ever try to go revisit that or ask questions of the promoter? Do you ever? And if you would, would you talk about that with David or Jimmy or someone else?
2: Nobody. I never discussed money. It was it was the wrong thing to do because it threw up a red flag with your employer you know if this guy's just worrying about that he didn't make enough for Orangeburg, but i paid him 1500 bucks for charlotte and he didn't have to drive anywhere you know all those things came into play it was like you might not get what you thought you should get on a let's just say a fifteen thousand dollar house and you were a single main event and all that. Let's just say you didn't get what, what you thought you might, but you turned around, you know, on the next big show and they bumped up your money, maybe more than what it should have been. You know, Jimmy was smart. He would he would make sure his top guys at that time were making money.
1: So that was sort of your internal dialogue. If, if you did open up a, a stub and you were a little disappointed, have a little patience, let's see what next week looks like. And it, it usually came out in the wash. You're saying.
2: Yep. hundred percent. And at the end of the year, you went, are you kidding me? I made, made this much money. God almighty. That's more money than I made my entire in one year. That's more money than I made my entire rest of my existence on earth.
1: Were you, um, in this era, it was always paycheck stubs or were there certain promoters, local promoters who paid in cash?
2: Well, when you work for a territory, there was, there was always a check cause they were a business. They had to have their W twos and whatever that was in place and all that for the tax gimmick, you never got paid. Uh, once I was working from, from bill Watts to continental to, to Jimmy Crockett or whatever, it was always a paycheck came in the mail.
1: Oh, wow. So they mailed it to your house. You didn't get it at the towns.
2: Now in Crockett you could pick it up at the office. Okay, you know uh, when it was uh, everybody else WCW or WWF that was in the mail.
1: So w- when you were picking it up at the office, was that something where like, and I, I just help me understand in real life guys swing by and pick up their check on a Friday. You guys are in some random town on a Friday. Is that more like a a, a Tuesday Wednesday proposition where guys knew hey checks are ready. Monday at five or what have you.
2: Wednesday was uh, interview day, and you picked up your check on. Why? Because you're at the office. You were doing promos all day. You pick up your check. Some guys would go deposit them, and as you know, knowing something about my family unit, I took mine home and turned it over to the boss.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of guys did that. I remember as a kid. Uh, my mom would make the trip out there, pick it up, go take care of the deposit. Dad was just the workhorse. Mom's out there making sure it's where it needs to be.
2: I was on allowance.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of guys are.
2: And I w you know what? I wouldn't have a thing if it wasn't for that.
1: We, uh, we both know that to be true. Um, Let's move on Cincinnati gardens, September 23rd. There's only 1600 people here, but you're in a steel cage match with dusty Rhodes for the TV title, uh, Cincinnati. what do you think of that as a, a Crockett town?
2: Well, you know, we got talking and we just barreled by a moment in time that we can't, we would be remiss to just ignore September the 20th, my birthday, (laughs) okay. (laughs) What the hell?
1: My apologies. Arn, what'd you do on your birthday in 1986?
2: Probably worked five shots. <laughs> Just thought I'd get it in there.
1: You, uh, you were in Greensboro that day, uh, working in front of 8,223 fans, uh, against Ricky and Robert. And then, uh, afterwards you probably, uh, hit the old dusty trail home and, uh, gave uh, Mrs. Mrs. Anderson some sugar and you guys had a good day.
2: Absolutely. That's probably exactly what happened.
1: Uh, let's talk about September 25th. You're in Columbia at the township auditorium. It's uh, dusty and Arne Anderson again, in singles action on the 27th. There's a TV taping in Macon, Georgia at the Coliseum. When you're in some of these, uh, these Georgia towns, are you hearing from old? I mean, again, this is pre cell phone, pre pager, all that, but did you have like some friends that you grew up with that you would. Make sure they had tickets at the will call or what have you to come see you. Or was that not really a thing?
2: Nah, nobody would, you know, unless we would have ran Rome, which we never did. Uh, you know, it was cause there was no time to spend with them. You know, if they would have driven to one of the Georgia towns, I would have got there an hour before the show, hugged their neck, been able to say hello. And, and that would have been it. Cause soon as the show or, or I was done, whichever occurred first. We were right back out the door, heading somewhere else.
1: September 28th. We're back doing TV in Atlanta. It's going to be Tully, Ole and Arn taking on Rocky Canoodle, Bill tab and Charles Freeman. And then that night, the 28th, you guys run the Omni for the NWA us tag team title tournament. You're going to have the quarterfinals, the semifinals and the finals all that night. And ultimately it winds up with the Russians becoming victorious. And I want to mention this now makes it two sets of tag titles. I guess, technically three, the national tag team titles are being phased out, but now we've got the us tag team title the same year we had the nationals and we've got the actual world tag team titles. The, the us tag titles. I actually liked from a design perspective. I thought the red strap was kind of cool and ahead of its time. And we had the red, white, and blue paint, but from your perspective, are we starting to get maybe too many belts here in Jim Crockett promotions?
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, you could have gotten by easily with world title world television title, us title and world tag titles. And that's it.
1: I wanted to, um, to ask your opinion about the US tag titles because I like the aesthetics and I, and I like that you know this carried through in the WCW. I mean it is sort of fun. It's not really a brand split so to speak, but it does create opportunities for champion versus champion. But I guess the line of thinking is much like there's a US title to the world title or on the other channel there's an intercontinental title to the world title. This is sort of the tag team equivalent. But when you start lumping in the television, the U S the national, the mid Atlantic, there's a lot of freaking belts here in Jim Crockett promotions.
2: And it waters them all down. I think, yeah, there can only be so many prizes and everybody that's everybody getting in line for the same prize makes this value go up to me. If everybody wants to be world television champion. It's a big deal. Same with any other title.
1: Let's, uh, let's talk about San Antonio. You're going to be headed back there for the Freeman Coliseum. It's going to be Ricky and Robert versus Oli and Arn. that's on September 30th. And, uh, meanwhile, they're doing a a TV taping that same day in rock hill. And that's going to be how we, we wrap up the month of September, 1986. Of course, October is the month where. Unbelievably, Magnum T A uh, has his accident, and that really changes everything. Of course, as you and I are talking, you know Thanksgiving is in the rearview mirror, and that really was our, our our Thanksgiving tradition, Starcade. And as the story goes, it was going to be Magnum T A versus Ric Flair for the world title. They call an audible, and we'll talk about the audible. Maybe next month or next week here on the program. But Magnum, do you think if the accident wouldn't have happened, would he have been in the main event against Flair? And would he have beaten Flair? Would he have become the NWA World Champion, in your opinion, at Stark 86.
2: Not sure. I think he had still had some growing to do. And it may be only six months but I think he was positioned properly. He was certainly, uh, qualified. I would have probably liked to have seen a six month build to him having his day.
1: Let me ask in your opinion, um, when we're talking about the NWA, there's so much other stuff to consider, even though it's the dying days. Flair is still a touring NWA world champion. He's really the last one. And if they would have gone with Magnum hypothetically, that would have meant Magnum is now going to be making these towns all over the world. And that would have freed up Ric Flair to be home more. I'm not sure that Flair wanted to be home more. It would have been great for Jim Crockett's business. if Flair was on every show and wasn't with some of these other promoters, but I'm not sure if the other promoters believed in Magnum the way Jimmy did. Would all of those have been factors that that went into the decision? I mean, by and large, Jim Crockett promotions is the NWA here in 1986. There are other promoters. Sure. There are other territories. Sure. But Jimmy had the power and given his newfound purchase with central states, he's probably got an even bigger ally and Geigel than normal. Do you think if, I don't know. It's just a lot to consider, not just in terms of the creative, right, but the actual business of it. It's hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that they would have ever went with Magnum at Starcade '86, specifically when you consider, you know, from a uh, creative standpoint, if you will. Crockett has done really well with a heel champion having the babyface chase. That's not really what Vince McMahon did, right? Vince McMahon was a babyface territory. Bruno was champion for it felt like 20 years and then Hulk Hogan needed a heel factory. So uh, it's just a different approach, but I think Crockett and his territory and his business even when Dusty won the world title, it was for 2 weeks and then we're back to the bad guys because that seems to be box office, right? The chase where do you land on that? Do you have a preference personally about a babyface champion or a heel champion with the babyface chasing?
2: Well, where if you use Magnum as the example, if he he wouldn't have been ready by that Starcade to be the champion. And if you're going to have a traveling champion, there's the question, okay, Rick Flair is not available for all shows with Jim Crocker Promotions does that make him more valuable or less valuable? I think it makes him more valuable, you know, to see Rick and, uh, being, you know, in Sumter, South Carolina, just because he's available. It doesn't make it a big deal. that Rick Flair's in town. It should be marquee matches, marquee towns with marquee build. And I don't think Magnum would have been ready as far as, uh, drawing everywhere that he would have went because he was just getting rolling. It seems like a long time but not really. When you build top baby faces it takes time and they have to win and win the big one when it's time but then he would have needed to have been champion for a year before you move it on for it to have meant anything. I don't know if he was ready for that or not.
1: It's fascinating to think about all the what ifs and the politics and the the moving pieces, but that's why we do this show, man. And we hope you guys are digging what we're doing. You can get all these shows early and ad-free uh, over at uh, adfreeshows.com. And of course, if you want to participate in the conversation, maybe you've got a question for Arn, you can ask it on Twitter at the Arn Show. And I want to mention too, Arn sporting uh, one of his cool shirts. They're all available over at boxagimmicks.com. We got something for everybody merch wise over at uh boxagimmicks.com. But man, this was fun. I love getting in the weeds with you. I love talking about the politics and the and the business of the wrestling business and the behind the scenes, the creative is what is what gets us all here because most everyone, myself included, grew up watching this stuff and loving it. But then to actually get to hear from you how the sausage was made, uh it makes for a fun experience. So thanks for the time today, Arn I'm looking forward to next week.
2: Well, you said it already earlier. The thing that makes this whole business go round and round is the story.
1: And we'll keep the story going next week, right here on Arn. I hate Steven Singer with all the shipping delays and fulfillment issues expected for holidays. Christmas shopping has come earlier than ever. Luckily, Steven is giving every other jeweler out there. Another reason to hate him. Steven singer jewelers has the number one gift this holiday diamond stud earrings and Steven is fully stocked with the most beautiful best value. Real diamond studs anywhere. Choose a great pair of Anita diamond stud earrings for under $270 sound familiar. Well, that's because it's the same price last year. He's not jacking up prices like everyone else, just the perfect price every single day. No sales, no discounts, no BS. Steven's real diamond studs are flawless to the eye, near colorless, and come with his famous full value lifetime trade-in guarantee. You can trade up your diamond studs anytime and receive exactly what you paid towards a new pair. And with an unbeatable full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee, making it no risk for shopping early for holiday. Go now to I always with fast and free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. That's I Hate